Welcome back to another sports shooting uh, podcast here. We have a special guest today, uh, Alex Goot, a uh, phenomenal production shooter. So let's just uh, start. Alex, why don't you uh, give us a little bit about your history in uh, shooting uh, you know, from your start to where we're at today? Cool. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh been shooting since I've been 14. Um, pretty easy transition getting into it because my uh, dad two uncles and grandpa were actually uh, competing at the time. Um, so, I mean, it wasn't like I had to figure it all out and kind of jump right in on my own. Um, so it was kind of cool with them doing it. And I kind of was watching dad kind of thing. And it's uh, like, yeah, hey, that kind of looks cool. And one day he took me out to uh, Pine Tree Pistol Club. That's kind of my home indoor range. And uh, kind of got a taste of it. Started out pretty crappy. I was a D-class shooter for a while. <laughs> oh, nice. But, uh, yeah, 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 most people don't know that. But, you know, it's kind of kind of a work in progress kind of thing. But, yes, yeah, so I've been doing it since I'm 14. Just turned 26 in October. So I've been doing it for a little while now. Being that I've seen you shoot and you started in D-class, I'll bet you were really fast and really inaccurate. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Actually, I was uh, – Slow and inaccurate. <laughs> now, now, you're, now you're like polar opposite on both of us, but sorry. You did That's off. right. Yeah. <laughs> a little inconsistent is, is what I like to say. <laughs> wow. But it must have been the Glock. Started out with the Glock, man. It was oh. a 12. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There it is. <laughs> did you there start off with the Glock? I did, yeah. yeah. yeah Glock, Glock 34? 34. Yeah, yep. you got it, man. Yep. And then, <laughs> then you switched to a DASA uh, all-steel gun and won nationals like the next year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was shooting the uh, Tank Folio Limited Pro for a while there. <laughs> See? No, I did pretty well with the Glock. I made uh, made GM with that, and uh, I won some matches. I, I think I was fourth at Nationals one year with it, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. It's not so, the Glock's fault. It's just my fault. <laughs> so there's two GMs right now on out of the four of people talking, and yeah. both of them have made GM with a Glock. All right. <laughs> that out. Nice. So, Alex, how long were you uh, going from uh, D-class to GM? Uh, when did I make GM? I think it was – when do you stop being a junior in USPSA? Is that 19? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think I made it when I was 18. So it didn't take super long. I mean – but honestly, I, I didn't really shoot like one. I mean, you know, I made it, but it wasn't really – really winning anything you know, i mean I, I don't know you know people make it and they don't really shoot like one i mean everybody knows that but yeah so yeah i made it when i was 18 but i wasn't really shooting like one but I so guess I still you still made it so what what year was your uh, first nationals um it was when i was in oklahoma i don't remember the year <laughs> i think that predates all of our involvement wow. i just remember uh <laughs> remember grafell was out there that was kind of cool but I shot like crap. I think I ended up like 21st, 22nd, something like that. So not, I guess not terrible for my first outing. Yeah. Real good. Were you a GM? Yes. Yes, I was. So, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't terrible. But then after that, I kind of got the hang of it, of course, there. And strung a few good ones there. I've been fourth a couple times at Nationals. Like fifth once. Last couple of years have kind of been my my worst, but we can kind of dive more into that a little bit if you want. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's my good... own fault. It, well, that's you've, a. Go ahead. You've shot uh, production exclusively since you started, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I've messed around with you know locals playing around with like limited minor just for fun. Obviously, I'd never do that at a big match, but but yeah, I've been shooting production the whole time. Looking to play around with limited, hopefully yeah. next year. I think, I think that's what everyone uh, is looking forward to finding out. We all saw that picture of those 40 caliber bullets you posted here. That's right. <laughs> six months ago. But but uh, a, a gun you were very interested in uh, seemed to have been uh, slightly delayed on uh, announcement. <laughs> yeah, there's some kind of cool gun coming out, I guess. <laughs> that's uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. You, and you've actually seen it, right? I have. Did you, see, did you shoot it while you were at, uh, in Kansas City? No, no, you guys offered, but we had to get out of town at uh, after that free state match. So I haven't seen the final product yet. You know, I messed around obviously before that, but yeah, I haven't seen the final yet. You you excited to uh, get into limited? 
I am. You know, I mean, not that I don't like production. Obviously, I have to kind of like it because I've shot it for so long, but I'm just kind of ready for something different. You know, the more capacity thing sounds kind of cool, and it is. And, uh, major slinging two on paper sounds pretty cool, too. Alpha, <laughs> Alpha, Alpha Charlie on every target's 90% of the points. That's right. We did the math. <laughs> That's it, baby. Two on target, we're good. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, start in with the questions. We'll have uh, Jason uh, get to a couple of listener questions first. Cool. Sounds good. All right. So the first one's from Cody Axon. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. No. Um, so he um, he asked, I would love to hear about winning production nationals and what it feels like to be the only production national champion not named not named Ben Stager in the last <laughs> nine years. All right. <laughs> I like it. Rick and Cody, Mr. Squat Man. What's his hashtag? Shooting something, glutes. Something shooting glutes. Yeah, I know him. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was uh, it's kind of a surreal experience. I mean, I, uh, you know, I was going into that match. I mean, I, I knew I could win it. You know, I mean, obviously that was the goal. It's the goal every year now. But uh, it was... Uh, I don't know, it just felt kind of fake after I did it and how close it was between the top three. I think Ben and Shane were only like one or two points off. So it was a pretty competitive match, and it was kind of kind of a stressful last day. Um, but the cool thing about that one was uh, I ended up being like the last or the first shooter on that last stage of ours on the last day. Um, so that was kind of nice. I didn't have to watch them. You know, I mean, I mean, some people would rather watch them, but I, I, I kind of would rather go first and get it you over. Got it out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I kind of was fortunate enough to just not have to watch them and not think about what their run was going to be. And I ended up laying down a solid run. So basically they kind of had to, I don't know, not, not push, I guess, but they had to have a really good run to, to take it. And I was fortunate enough to have a nice solid run on that, but. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely feels good winning one. Obviously, of course. <laughs> right. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool to take one from Ben. I mean, he's a badass shooter, obviously, and uh, Mr. Consistent. So it was cool to take one from him. Definitely a good feeling. It was cool having my uh, my dad was there the whole match too. You know, he's he's helped me out a lot, so it was kind of cool to have him see that live. Definitely a uh, definitely a unique experience. I can tell you that. So I'm I'm looking for more down the road. Hopefully. <laughs> did you know going into that last that last stage or how, the last day what did you know where you were at and then on that last stage what, was it you know hey i just got to do a yes. solid run i'm in the lead yeah. they they got to take it from me how'd that yeah. go down yeah yeah so i try not to watch it too much until the last day um so the first two days i wasn't i didn't even really look at it at all honestly um and then the, i know i was doing pretty decent you know i, I figured i was up there um, but then looking at the last day, I, I knew I could, I could do it. Um, so I just tried to, tried to watch it that whole last day. Um, and then I, I knew it was close. I didn't know exactly where we were on the, uh, the last stage. So, I mean, I wasn't sure if I was in the lead or if they were in the lead, but I, I knew it was, it was damn close. So I, I just kind of told myself at that point that I just got to lay down a solid run and it is what it is. I don't want to try and be a be a hero or anything on the last stage and uh, throw it away cool so it was just one of them things i knew i was close and i just wanted a solid run and it it worked out you know i was able to connect that day yep. awesome yeah all right yeah guys y'all have any questions or comments about that before we go to the next listener question go ahead all right so the next question is is you shoot a lot indoors practice uh, yes. And I think you shoot a lot of ma uh, weekly matches. Yep. Um, what What do you practice indoors, and how do you deal with uh, specifically the low light or crappy light? Yeah, yeah. So I, I basically all my shooting lately is indoors. I don't really. The only time I usually shoot outdoors nowadays is for for majors. Honestly, I don't really get. Okay, real mix. quick. First question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Another question. Where do you live at? Yeah, I'm in uh, Illinois. Love Park, so that's Illinois. Why. Northern Illinois, so yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of uh, outdoor clubs, and I'm right by the Wisconsin border, so I can hit some matches out there, but I typically work all weekends, so I don't really get a chance to make it out to those. Um, so yeah, so yeah, primarily indoors, 
Uh, I work at an indoor range, so I usually do a lot of my shooting there, either before or after work. Uh, and then the other one I mentioned previously, uh, Pine Tree Pistol Club, another local one by me in Rockford, Illinois. Um, that, that's where I got started. And I, I do some practices here and there with my dad, but it's mainly at work. But uh, regarding lighting, I, I mean, yes, it's crappier there, but I don't really focus on that. I mean, it is what it is. Um, honestly, it's kind of nice going from indoors, going to outdoors. It's like, I mean, it's like night and day, basically. So it's, it's kind of nice when I go to an outdoor match and uh, it's, it's a lot easier to see everything. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think the indoor shooting really hurts me in that aspect because you get used to shooting in kind of crappy conditions like that and you show up to an outdoor match and it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. A lot quieter, you know, the quiet, the quietness kind of is nice. You know, obviously indoors you get a lot more concussion. Um, so I think that being able to deal with that helps me when I go outside. Everything kind of feels uh, just easier, honestly. But uh, as far as practice, I mean, you can do just about everything in there, except I can't really practice any kind of wide transitions or any kind of super, like almost like 180 transitions. So that kind of sucks. But uh, I can occasionally do that at Pine Tree. Uh, that indoor range actually has portable targets that you can move around. Um, they don't really like you using them for training purposes totally, but uh, occasionally when you know when I go to a match, I can kind of at least get some form of practice on them. But you know, I mean, that's really the only thing that I see that I get hindered by. I mean, I, I get decent distance at these ranges too, like 25 yards. Oh wow! Which is typically what you see at most matches. That's probably about as far as you're gonna go. Um, I mean, sometimes a little further, but Sometimes I'll even throw like the half size targets all the way out there so I can even kind of simulate a little bit more. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't really feel hindered by it. I mean, if anything, if, if you can learn to deal with those situations, I mean, outdoor shooting is a little bit easier, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't feel hindered by it. It's kind of, it's convenient, you know, being at work right there anyway. So yeah, I can, can stay a little later if I want, you know, it's, it's kind of nice. Cool. Yeah. So, All right. what, so uh, with you practicing uh, indoors, typically, what's uh, yeah. what's the normal practice look like for you as far as, you know, like how many drills, average round count type thing? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't shoot a lot. I mean, we've talked a little bit about that. I mean, compared to most people, I, I don't get a ton of round count in. But uh, typically, you know, practice, I shoot about a few hundred rounds. Um, and drill wise, you know, so, sometimes I'll set up like kind of a, a field course, if you will, you know, I mean, I don't set up walls or anything like that, but I'll set up a little, little mini stage and kind of, after I run the stage, I'll kind of break them down into little sections. So I guess you'd say, I don't know, like a few drills, two or three, I would do. Um, I try not to do the same thing a bunch of times, you know, I kind of get bored easy with that. Um, I mean, it's good for giving you feedback, I guess, if you can do something consistently, you know, so I don't, I don't not do it, but I prefer to kind of work on a drill, you know, two, three times and then move on to something else. So I, I don't like to kind of run one drill, you know, for 300 rounds kind of thing. You know, I, I prefer to kind of bounce around a little bit. So, I, mean, uh, it, I don't change it like drastically, you know, it may could be just moving a target, a couple targets here and there. And, uh. And that just keeps it a little bit more interesting that way. So, in a uh, leading up to a, a major match or a match that you're you're training for, say uh, area match or nationals or something like that, yeah. what does uh, what does your practice look like, say a month out, three weeks out, two weeks out, week before? Yeah. Uh, like scheduling wise. Yeah, basically, I just try to throw in a few more each week because you know normally I shoot once, maybe twice a week, honestly. Um, so when I got like a major coming up in a month, um, usually I sprinkle one or two more practicing in a week. I don't do anything crazy like shooting 2000 rounds in a day or anything like that. Um, you know, I, I've tried that before and you know, when I do that, I mean, you gotta, I guess you could do it at the beginning of the month, but when I've tried it before, I've done it too close to the match and my hands just end up, you know, just feeling like shit, honestly. So, um, so for me, I, I prefer smaller more frequent practices before a major um i just feel like that's just a better way to be there i mean then you can be all there you know like some people they 
like I said, they do that 2,000 rounds or whatever in one day. And at that point, I feel like if I, if I did that, I'd just be throwing down rounds downrange for, like, no reason, honestly. You know, for me, I, I like the smaller sessions, and I'm all there for that, you know, 300 rounds, 200 rounds. And I, I just feel like I get more out of that, and I'm not just trying to reach a, num a number at that point, you know, like some guys. And how about uh, dry fire? Are you a big supporter of dry fire or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the nice thing being at a gun shop, I can have my gun with me at all times there. So when I'm not dealing with customers or anything like that, I'm pretty much always kind of fondling the gun. <laughs> Any chance I get, you know, I got the snap caps in there. So I don't, I don't wear my belt at work or anything like that. So, you know, I'm just picking up the gun, kind of simulating reloads. Um, you know, always looking at the magwell and stuff like that. So I think that's helped my reloads a lot, honestly. I mean, I, I don't get to practice grabbing from the mags at work, but, you know, just practicing inserting the mag cleanly and all that good stuff, I think it's helped a lot. So, yeah, definitely a lot of dry fire. And then, uh, I mean, not only just playing around with the gun all the time at work, but I'll do dry fire at home too. So, so that's definitely, uh, I definitely dry fire more than I live fire for sure. Excellent. Jason, do you have another question? Um, no, I think uh, I was. I was. I'm glad you asked the dry fire question. That was one I did want to know. Um, yeah. But uh, that's all the uh, listener questions. So cool. we can. I mean, Jeff and I have some questions we'd like to ask, but we can let Jeff ask some questions now. Go. Cool. Go for it. Yeah, I got some. Uh, okay. So, what are your like future plans on shooting are you just going to shoot as long as you're physically capable or do you think there'll be a point where you kind of cut it off or what do you think uh you know i mean I, I still enjoy it i mean i don't see myself really quitting it anytime soon i mean uh at this point in my life i mean uh it's going good with the balance of uh of work and shooting for the most part i mean I st I'm still trying to work on the, the work life type stuff, but uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really see myself quitting anytime soon. I mean, I still want to win some more nationals, and uh, but yeah, it's it's fun, man. I mean, I, I still enjoy it, even when it doesn't go my way. You know, like the last couple of years have been kind of rough mentally and shooting wise for the most part at nationals, but uh, I still enjoy it. And I, don't, I don't see myself quitting anytime soon. Yeah. yeah you want to go ahead and. Uh expand on the last couple of years. I know you touched on that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, uh, I don't know that they just haven't gone that great for me the last couple of nationals. I mean, I don't, it's, it's hard to say if it's just one thing, but you know, mentally I'm, I'm not making excuses or anything like that. It obviously all comes down to shooting at that, that point in time, but you know, I'm, I'm just trying to reason it out in my own head, like what's going on, like what, what can I do to fix it kind of thing. So, yeah. I've just had I just had stuff personally going on that's in a way kind of sidetracked me and uh, and the shooting I, I honestly I've been training as much as I usually do the last couple of years um, so just stuff's getting in the way I mean that's all it is yeah no one's fault besides mine but working on balancing that and uh, I'm still hungry to to win more so it'll work out eventually here <laughs> it's not all bad I've had some good matches and. Uh, you know, the accuracy department has been a struggle for me. Uh, it didn't work out at Nationals, but I've had a couple of really good matches this year where, you know, I was getting really good points for me. So it's uh, it's a work in progress, man. It's always up and down. It's a freaking roller coaster, man. So, right. I mean, it's, uh, it's getting there, though. All right, Jason, you got another one? Uh, yeah. So along those lines, you said uh, Jared asked you, you know, when you mentioned you first started out as a D class, um, Jerry was like, "Well, I bet you were really, really fast and you know, <laughs> inaccurate." And you said yes. you were slow. So where did the speed come from? Because I would, from when I watch video of you, and I bet yes. the other guys agree, you're you're one of the faster guys. Sure, sure. Yeah. And so where did that speed come from? Because you've got it. You've got that gear. That. Yeah. You know, you've got it. <laughs> and it's fun to watch, man. And uh, as a guy. Um, I'm a lot older than you, but as a guy that myself loves the speed aspect of it and it's, yeah. you know, the, trying to keep that, that, um, from going off that train from going off the rails, sure. um, I'm anxious to know where that speed came from. Yeah. 
I don't know. I like a lot of stuff in life for me. I mean, I kind of start out slow with it. So, I mean, I think it was just there. You know, it was just a new thing for me. You know, being 14, running around with the gun, I was kind of nervous with it. Yeah. Um, so, I think, I think it was always there. I just had to get comfortable with it and kind of get a feel for how everything worked. Because, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just been there, the speed thing. You know, I'm always uh, – I wouldn't say I'm an impatient guy. I mean, I'm pretty patient with people and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I'm always looking for the next thing. You know, like in my head with, with shooting like that, I mean, um, I don't I don't like to wait around. You know, I'm always looking to, to push the speed and uh, just naturally. I don't, I don't think it was anything in my training that did that. Uh, I think it's just a me mental thing. You know, I'm just always ready to go. As soon as I'm done with something, I just want to get on to the next thing. And uh, I don't think it was really anything in my training. I mean, there, there's stuff you can do in your training, I guess, if you're more of a turtle kind of thing. Right. But uh I think it was just naturally there for me. I mean, I, I didn't really do anything training-wise to to get that. So once you got comfortable, yeah, you're, you're I think like it was you're like a comfort thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. You're like the kid that gets a new dirt bike and he's kind of scared of it at first, and then exactly. each day he each day he pushes it, and six yeah. months in he needs a bigger bat, a bigger motorcycle because he's at you know that yeah. that one won't go fast enough anymore. So and then exactly, you, yeah. That's why I got to go to limited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no, seriously, like I've talked to Jared about it. I was like, dude, it's gonna be fun to watch him in limited because he's got the gear, that speed that uh yeah. is gonna be awesome in limited and even open. I think uh, he's gonna yeah. break some hearts. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kinda cool. Yeah, honestly on my list, limited is definitely the one I want to try. Um carry optics looks cool, but after watching Jared shoot that, you gotta have about fifty dots on hand. <laughs> right. You do. So that doesn't look too fun to me, but uh, it is open to be kind of cool too. Yeah. But limited seems more practical. Yeah. I I don't know. Iron sights don't typically break as much as uh, (laughs) as dots, so that looks fun. And with that DWX, I mean, the grip's going to be essentially the same. It's going to be iron sights. It's you know, it's just going to be. It's not a big train. I don't think it's going to be a big transition for you at all. I mean, no, no, and I'm not worried about like the major shit. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I've shot my my dad's got a uh, STI DVC, and that and that compared to like a Shadow Two is pretty light, man. Yeah. You pick pick that thing up, and it's like a feather. And I, I messed around with that before, and I'm not worried at all about the major aspect of it, especially with the DWX. There, I mean, things are freaking tank anyway. <laughs> And I could make it even heavier, man. Add some brass grips, brass uh, pads, magwell. <laughs> right. <laughs> we could make that thing a tank if I wanted to, but no, nah, I think it'll be fun. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. Like I said, something different and uh, more capacity. I, I'm kind of digging that. I mean, not I don't struggle with reloads, but it'd be nice to kind of flow through positions more, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. Jeff, um, have you had to deal with getting burnt out on sport? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think the only way to really deal with that is just take a damn break. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, yeah. No, I've I've definitely felt that. Like, I mean, yeah, anything you put so much effort into it, and it's like, I mean, at some point you got to take a break. Yeah. What is your break, your off-season like? Um, well, yeah, I guess Nationals was my last match, so I don't take huge breaks usually. It's more, again, kind of a smaller, frequent thing. You know, so I'll take, you know, a week off here, two weeks off here. Na- after Nationals is kind of my longest break. I mean, I haven't touched my gun since Nationals right now, so usually I'll probably take uh, at least a month off. Um. But, yeah, I mean, at the slightest hint of me getting burnt out, usually I'll at least take a few days off. And, and honestly, you take a few days off sometimes, and it's like you're itching to pick the gun up again anyway. Uh, but usually after nationals is when I'm like, yeah, I need to take a month off. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that's definitely the biggest one. And then just some smaller breaks here and there, just kind of randomly. Gotcha. So how many – rounds did you shoot this year you think ah so 
Been low this year, man. Uh, crap, maybe. I, I think right now I've been keeping track of it. I, I got it written down somewhere, but I think I'm at, I think I'm under 20,000 this year. You know, wow. typically I'm at 25,000, which isn't much more, but I'm, I'm definitely under 20,000 this year. Yeah. Yeah. No BS. Yeah. I, like I said, I, I don't shoot a ton. I think the biggest thing that's helped me is trying to be all there for those smaller practices and, uh, being able to have my gun at work with me is nice, you know, kind yeah. of getting acquainted with the gun every single day, pretty much. So I think that's been a big part of it. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. that yeah. You, yeah. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff shoots about 5,000 rounds a year. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got you beat. <laughs> no, but I think it's, I think it's great because you're definitely a top guy, top shooter. You're always a contender. So it's, it's good to hear when somebody else can be a contender and doesn't shoot, you know, 50, 60,000 rounds a year. Sure. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. And that's another hard thing I got to put in perspective. It's, you know, I'm always trying to get the win obviously, but you know, when it doesn't go my way, I'm, I got to tell myself like, yeah, you, you really don't shoot that much, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, sure. I don't know. Uh, got to be happy with what I'm doing out there. So yeah, which I am, you know, touching on nationals again. I mean, obviously that didn't go my way, but I did make up a, a crap ton of ground on the last day. So yeah. at least yeah. I finished good. Yeah, that's a positive to take away with it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's another hard thing, man. I mean, probably one of the hardest things for me is just letting go of the the bad stuff, you know, the bad stages and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, that, that's tough, man. But uh, I handled that pretty good at this match. I mean, the first day I had six misses. And I'm like, wow, dude, like I'm probably not going to win this. <laughs> so uh, yeah. so I was kind of in like send it mode from there. It, it picked up a little bit on the second day, but it finally came together on the last day because I, I don't want to say I like, didn't care at that point, but I kind of didn't care. So I'm like, you know what, man, I'm, I know I can do this. I just kind of let it hang out and uh, ended up winning a few stages and uh Gained some ground, so that was good. The finish, good at least. So, let me ask a question about that. You know, when you have a, um, I've heard guys say that you know if you if you have a bad stage or a bad day, you kind of go, well, it's over essentially, or I'm not going to win, and that takes a lot of pressure off. And then you end up shooting really, really well after that. Yeah. You yeah. Know. That, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's hard to do that, but right. even then, I didn't even shoot really well. I mean, I, I still had misses on my last day, too, but um, minus a couple stages, it, it did go really well, I guess. So, you know, and it, I, don't, I don't know. I wish I could tell you what happened, but it wasn't really, I wasn't stressed, you know, going into it. I, w I was definitely really relaxed, but there comes a point where sometimes for me where I get too relaxed, you know. You know, some people the opposite where they got to kind of calm themselves down. But I felt that that match, I was like too relaxed and was kind of letting the speed hang out a little bit too much on the first day anyway. Um, and just kind of getting lazy with the second shot kind of thing. So um, I was starting to get it figured out. But yeah, it's just one of them things, man. It happens. But you just got to learn from it. And uh, I feel like I've been doing that at least. So are you saying. It sounds like you're kind of a guy that kind of feels your way through a match, I guess. Sure. Uh, I know some people are, like, a lot more, like, they have, like, a much more of a solid, like, method. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I just shoot this way, and then if I want to try and make a move, then I'm just less strict with my fundamentals or whatever and try to make up some time. And then other people are more... They're just like, uh, yeah, I'm going to push a little more, you know? Sure. I think it depends on where you're at. Like, that definitely didn't go how I wanted to on the first day. I mean, for the first day, it's nobody's really pushing it. Everybody's kind of shooting more conservatively. So I don't – I'm not one to typically do that on a first day. I mean, I don't want to kind of back it off so much. Um, I'd rather shoot like I know I can and hopefully – build a little bit of a lead on the first day and then kind of coast through the second and see where we're at. But 
Um, that definitely didn't work out this time. But I, I definitely don't try to coast. But there comes a point where you kind of got to feel it out and, and watch the scores maybe at the end of the second day or the, the third day. But, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of both. I mean, typically I'd rather start out with, you know, a plan where I'm just going to shoot these stages like I know I can, not – not coast, not hold back kind of thing, but just hit the damn targets and uh, and not shoot slow. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then you can kind of diagnose and feel it out from there. But usually, typically, the first day for me, I'm just trying to not coast and, and, and do what I know I can do. Cool. Oh. Jason, you got another one? Yeah. Um, well... I see, you know, guys like you, and I've been watching some stuff Neil's been posting uh, on um, Instagram, and they'll, you know, you guys will put a picture up of your gun, and you get a lot of questions. What hammer spring are you running? You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, oh yeah, long, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, and I feel, I'm like, I feel for you guys because I'm like, I, they don't have time to field all these questions. Like, I can't imagine you do. And so, one question I would, I feel like I'll ask that, maybe get some of that information for some of the listeners. Yeah. Do you work over your Shadow 2s, or do you shoot them pretty much stock? Uh, these first two I got, I actually had uh, Matthew Mink do them from uh, okay. Automatic Accuracy. He didn't do a ton. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, it's not really necessary. I mean, on these guns, you change a couple springs, and you're pretty much ready to roll. Um, but he, he put a competition hammer in one of them, polished some stuff. Uh, right now, I'm running a... Uh, 11 and a half pound mainspring, uh, 10 pound recoil spring. But honestly, I, I've tried different configurations of that and it, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the thing where people ask you about what load you're using. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, I mean, I, I don't care. Well, and, <laughs> I mean, and, and, I found something that works and, uh, and I just, I don't, I don't yeah. That's why I asked that question, not so much because I really want to know, like, you've got the secret sauce that is keeping one guy from making that, you know, winning nationals. There is no secret sauce in that, and it's you don't care. You you shoot the gun. Uh, I have a Shadow 2 in the safe, and it's got a 11.5-pound hammer spring in it, and I think um, I think an extended uh, firing pin and a reduced spring, and it yep. runs, and it shoots good. And, yeah, I've shot Jared's guns, and they've got some triggers in them and our hammers and stuff like that, and they're awesome. Yeah. But that gun, really, all it needs is an 11.5, maybe a 13-pound hammer spring. Yeah. It well, comes with the right recoil spring, comes with the right sights. Yeah. You can even shoot the, the stock spring in it. I mean, that gun is ready. And so I asked that question not so much that, again, you're going to give away the secrets that's going to no, no, propel no. Yeah, someone. Yeah. I got you. But to make but, the point that it does not matter. No, not really. I mean, I understand messing around with it a little bit. I mean, and getting it to where you like it. Yeah, but people just just never stop with it. I mean, they're just mm -hmm. constantly tinkering with it, thinking, like, that's it. And then when they do that, and then they're like, yeah, bro, I only use federal primers. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? You know, it's What do you do when they, those run out and you can't find them? <laughs> yeah. <So>, Jason. <laughs> uh, like that I don't get. I don't get tinkering that far where you're like, yeah, I can only use these primers. Like, personally, I, I use federal primers at majors just because, you know, it gives you a little yeah. extra insurance. But practice, I'll use whatever. I'll give a right. shit. <laughs> yeah, Jason, you mentioned my guns, though. Uh, they're not much different than his. Like, comp hammer, uh, yeah. cage, short reset disconnector, 11.5 pound mainspring, 11 recoil. I don't even polish anything in them. Right. Uh, the one that yeah, you shot, pretty good. The one that he shot after that batch has about forty thousand rounds on it, and it's been cleaned like six times. So I'm pretty sure the carbon has like polished the trigger bar really nice. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, and that's. I love it when people, they always think that there's something that they they just and I was this way. I've only been, I've been shooting for about three years. Maybe this is my third year. I think. And um, I, I was these guys know me. I was constantly switching, and I'm, I mean I'm I'm doing that right now. I'm looking at all these other guns. So, um, but it's but I'm what I'm finding is pick something you like, pick something that works, and that, that works for you. Yeah, and truck along. That's exactly. It's got to work. Yeah. yeah, I always get asked not more. I think the biggest thing I get asked about like equipment type stuff is what grain bullet I use. <laughs> People are always surprised that I use 147s for some reason. I don't, I don't know. I guess everybody's kind of going to 124s now, apparently. 
I shoot 115s because they're the cheapest. I'm told the 147s are slow, though. <laughs> do, do you do you hear people say, "I wait for the sight to return"? Yeah, yeah. I, I, sh- I don't I don't like 147s because I'm wa- I feel like I'm waiting on the gun. I'm like I don't think you're waiting on the gun at all. Actually, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, like that I, I never understood, man. It's like uh, I don't know. I've been using 147s forever, and I don't feel like I'm waiting on it. Uh, I don't know. Just funny the the gear talk. I mean, I get it. You gotta have good gear, but there comes a point where it just just stop. <laughs> if it's good enough, it doesn't matter much. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, look at Jason. He did pretty well with a Glock. Yeah. See, that's... Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, yeah. And I'm probably going to shoot a Glock next year. Hey, nothing wrong with that, man. Everybody bashes the plastic guns, but they're just fine. Yeah. I mean, the CZs are nice. Don't get me wrong. Oh, they are. I mean, you can do well. I mean, you can do well with the plastic gun. Just fine. I mean, Nils, man, with that canic. I mean, that yep. was crazy to watch, man. He's... He's fast. I mean, obviously, watching him in limited, you know, he's fast. But yeah, he's he was tearing it up out there. It's cool to watch. Yeah, he he is very good. He's done good in uh, every division he shot this year. He, uh, you weren't around for the single stack nationals, but he stuck around, shot single stack before he flew out to uh, yeah. Arizona. Yeah, like, like he murdered single yeah. stack. Yeah, just <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, just <laughs> a little bit. Jeff, how that ass whooping feel? Yep. I think he, I think he won like eleven stages. Damn, I, I would Hell. not. I would not want to have been trying to shoot against him on the super squad. Like these guys, <laughs> you, would see, you would see a top guy go through shoot a stage, and it'd be really good. It'd be like eighteen seconds, five charlies, shooting single sack major. Nils would step up there and he'd shoot it in like seventeen seconds with two charlies. It's like <laughs> I don't I don't know where another second was at that stage. For real, yeah, he's a beast, man. Really you good know, I've asked, I've asked myself, I was watching him shoot a stage. Actually, today he posted a video of him shooting one of the new classifiers. Jared, is that one you did really well at, at High Cap? Um, he shot it at all the, all the majors this year, or all the nationals. So he shot, I don't know if he sh- posted the one he did in open, but he shot it uh, carry optics, production, and single stack. And I, I've asked myself, okay, that he's pretty tall, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, oh, okay, maybe there's a benefit. There's that's maybe that's like why him and Max are a little bit able to get through the stages. And of course, I'm a short, fat guy. So, but uh, being tall, I mean, that had to help a little bit. I don't know that that's a second at a stage, but I mean, the guy just moves really well. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, that was a cool video. I, I saw that one too. I won that stage. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was right. a good yeah. last last day. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you shoot that. You, like, murdered it. It was, like, five seconds or something ridiculous. Yeah. Nice. I did. You know, that was kind of funny, too, because I've been working more on classifiers. And uh, I did pretty damn well on classifiers at Nationals. So that was kind of cool. I think, so, uh, I don't know if I won the stage right next to it. Remember the one with all the headshots? Yes. Oh, that one went good. I even picked up a couple uh, two alphas on the back ones, too. Ooh-hoo. I know, yeah. man. I was aiming. Because <laughs> the live hard. live feed is on me, man. I had to, I had to put some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that reminds me. That's funny. That's right. I should have told him to follow me around because every time he he was there, I, I did better. <laughs> you, 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 had to, you had to show off that a uh, pretty CC jersey, well. That's right. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, I got I got a question. Just popped in my head. Yeah. Okay, so have you or did you grow up playing sports at all? Uh, not super seriously, but yeah, I played some soccer and uh, and basketball a little bit, but that was it. Yeah. I, so soccer was probably the sport I played the longest, but that wasn't. Yeah, I, I didn't really stick with them. They were kind of kind of boring, I guess. Oh, okay. I, I found shooting at 14. I was like, that's kind of fun. So right. I stuck with that. But yeah, I played a little bit of sports. Nothing crazy, though. Okay. So yeah. I'm not really sure if you would have played them long enough to figure this out about yourself. But uh, I know when I grew up playing sports, I was definitely not a clutch player. Like when the yeah. pressure comes, I just crumble. Sure so do you know how you did in other sports in, in that regard? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't really tell you from that. I mean, as long as I played him, I mean, yeah, yeah, I didn't really get any kind of that feedback. But 
But yeah, I mean, just from shooting, I mean, I don't feel like I crumble under pressure or anything like that. Cause I mean, I've, I've done it before, you know, I've won matches where obviously yeah. nationals that year, obviously that was kind of a high pressure deal. And I usually finish pretty good. You know, I've done that in years past, usually the last day or the last few stages I, I usually do really well on. So yeah, I think I handle it just fine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. So you, you would say though, when you show up to nationals, Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little bit of pressure. It's got to be a different uh, type of pressure for someone like you versus what Jeff and yeah. I felt. Yeah, for sure. Like all the, all the top guys. I mean, there's everybody thinks that you won't ever mess up kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, there, there's definitely a different type of pressure, I would say. But, but yeah, everybody yeah, just watches you and thinks that you're a fucking T-800 kind of thing. And <laughs> – <laughs> nothing, right. nothing, nothing's ever gonna happen, and you can do no wrong. So, and it's true though. It's just kind of weird. I don't know why why people think that, but but yeah, it's just a different type of pressure, and is yeah. what it is. So let me ask you another question, real quick. Have you ever, um, maybe in that match in sixteen, uh, the nationals in uh, twenty sixteen, did you ever do something and go, "Fuck, that's it, it's done." And but I got, but don't 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 do that. Stick with it, and it, it still in that you know turned out okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, at, at that match, exactly. I had a, uh, I had one really bad stage. I think I almost zeroed one where I was like, damn. I don't, I don't know. It was like 185th or something crazy where I was like, dude, <laughs> like, what was that? Um, so, yeah, it was one of those moments where I'm like, yeah, that hurt, but I've been shooting pretty good, so let's just keep this rolling, and uh, I, I should still – have it or hopefully have it but i know that didn't like put me out but kind of a different feeling than than this year where i kind of knew i was done after the first day for the most part yeah so. yeah. but yeah no yeah, i definitely have had those moments where i'm like yeah that was that didn't help my cause but i, I can probably pull some magic out and hopefully pull it off <laughs> right so so beyond just uh, working at the gun store, do you do teaching, instructing, and stuff like that as well? Yeah, I've dabbled in that. The only thing I do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of intro to handgun classes at work. Um, I've done a few competitive classes, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's my bread and butter. I don't think I'm bad at it. I mean, there's people, they always say, like, hey, you did a good job, man, but it's like, I'm definitely more of a introvert, so that shit's kind of hard for me. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm always in my head. Even if people are like, yeah, dude, that was awesome, man. I learned so much from you. It's like, did you really? <laughs> you, you know? So, I mean, I, I try to stick more with the basic stuff right now. So, that's kind of cool, though. I, I enjoy teaching people that have never shot a gun. Um, it's definitely a, a cool experience when somebody who's never touched a gun and you spend an hour with them and and they're hitting the target consistently and, and doing everything right. So, yeah, I'll probably be sticking more to that in the uh, the future here. I don't I don't foresee myself traveling around doing any kind of classes full-time or even part-time or anything like that, honestly. <laughs> uh, I'll stick Are with new the shooters? shooting. <laughs> Are new shooters easier to teach than someone who knows how to shoot? Um, nobody yeah, knows. absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, there's some, even the people I've never touched a gun, I mean, some people just don't listen. Um, you know, it is true what they say, like, females, I mean. Yes. Geez, I want to ask that. They listen so much more. I mean, guys, <laughs> just, guys just think they know everything for the most part. But, uh, but yeah, in general, the, the new shooters that don't know anything are, are pretty awesome to teach as long as they, they soak it up. It's, uh, it's definitely nice. Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool experience for sure. Cool, Jeff. You got any more questions? Uh, yeah, I got I got one more. Yeah. Well, kind of two more. Uh, okay. So this is kind of like a an in ending question, kind of. So like, if you had to give one thing to everybody that you would say is like the most important thing to you know, realize or practice or like anything like that to progress in the sport yeah what would you say it is 
Ah, that's a tough one. Um, it's, I don't know. It sounds stupid, but you know the 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 grip is always something I'm working on. Um, yeah. I guess that's, that's a big thing. Stupid. You know, I mean, I'm constantly, even to this day, I'm constantly reminding myself to uh, to crush it. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of people fail to do that in dry fire. I've I've done it too. Um, so that's another reason why I like those smaller, more frequent practices, you know, where if I dry fire for 15, 20 minutes, but I know I'm crushing the grip like I would in live fire, that's a big benefit because yeah, a lot of people just are too relaxed. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I find myself to this day, like I said, just catching myself not gripping it like I should. And that, that has a huge effect, especially when you're trying to burn down a stage. You know, I mean, the grip is big. Right. Yeah, the matches that I've had really good accuracy is when you know I'm all there with my grip and everything's feeling good. So yeah, so that's a big thing I would say. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I had to pick one thing, that would be it. Okay. And yes. then that. I was just gonna say that's no, that's that's awesome because most people, uh, I, I shoot with people and I'm like, you know, I think your grip could use some work and. They don't. Yeah. They don't think I'm. They're like, no, no. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I think people misunderstand it. It's not like hand positioning. It's just you know cranking down on it like you should. You know, because no. most people got the positioning part good. It's just they're not squeezing down on it like they should. So like some yeah. people just misunderstand that. Yeah. Okay. And then real quick, the opposite of that question: What do people focus on? You think too much? That's just not important. Equipment. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, uh, well, yeah, like the recoil spring thing and the, the bullet weight is the worst. The you know worst? I mean? Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. I mean, I understand you want a good gun. You want some good mag pouches, holster. That, that stuff makes sense to me. But the, uh, the recoil springs and all that stuff, I mean, it... It really doesn't matter. I mean, you, you can mess around with your gun a little bit. I'm not saying don't mess around with your gun, but like we were saying earlier, it just comes a point where you're just doing too much. Like, you know, drop the spring weight a little bit and uh, and call it a day, man. I mean, if you if you have to shoot all federal primers all the time, you're not doing it right. <laughs> right. right. I mean, it just it's doesn't make sense. I mean, like you're better off buying ammo. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, so that's definitely it. Quit messing around with your damn guns. <laughs> Do it a little bit and stop. <laughs> so, Jeff, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. That's it. All right, so I've got two questions that were my end questions, and one of them was, and we've already talked about it, but I'm going to say it anyways just to make sure we're clear on this. Yeah. Does gear matter? And I think you're, I think you're saying no. <laughs> yeah, overall, no. I mean yeah. – Nobody wants to run around with the high point and Uncle Mike's holster kind of thing. I mean, that right. that wouldn't help your cause, but but yeah, to at a point that it's like, yeah, just just stop. I mean, there's a lot of good holster manufacturers out there now, good mag pouches. So once you find something decent, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, people just mess around with it too much, thinking like, oh yeah, this holster is gonna it's gonna fix everything right here. <laughs> so and uh, the guys know me. I'm. I'm I'm more guilty of this than anyone as far as the gear stuff. I mean, I don't think it's the holster because I shoot a CompTAC holster, yeah. not not you know nothing spectacular. I shoot uh, Ghost 360 pouches yeah. for anything and everything I shoot. I don't care if it's limited or what, and I leave them in the same spot. You know, as they, if they, so they're production because I don't care. But where I I do is I have uh, I have the what you know what they used to call that FOMO for guns. Like I feel like oh man. I've gotten better. I could shoot. Maybe I could squeeze a little more out of this gun. And yeah. uh, I'm even currently there. And, you know, so I'm yeah. going to have to do the same thing. But, yeah, it, it's cool to hear yeah. somebody at your level say that. Yeah. And the second question, and it, we always kind of, we've asked, we've kind of gotten, we haven't had a lot of guests on, but we've all talked about it as far as the gear matters and this next question. And I want to I want to kind of ask every time we have a guest on. So no gear doesn't really matter. Yeah. All right. Second one. Is natural talent a thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it a thing? Yeah, I've, I've, 
often wonder that too, honestly. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's uh, yeah, I don't know if it's put right. Yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of a mental thing. Like some people are just better mentally equipped to to deal with the stress or uh, or maybe process things faster. And uh, I I don't know. I don't know if it's a a talent thing, but I guess to an extent, there's got to be something, right? I mean, I don't know if it's mental or physically, but I mean, no, nothing, yeah. trumps, nothing trumps putting the work in, you know, in my opinion, but there's got to be something. I mean, everybody's not the same, obviously. So I feel like there's, to an extent, there's something like that. I don't know what causes it, that talent or whatever you want to call it, but there's got to be something a little bit there. But uh, yeah, in my opinion, practice is definitely obviously what's going to, what's going to do it. Cause I mean, you can have all the talent in the, in the world and it's, it's not going to do anything for you yep. you know, in, the, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, so yeah, that's kind of a tough one. So if you find anything out, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's a tough one, man. I mean, yeah, I wish I had a better answer for you on that one. Oh, I like it. We had, we had a whole episode where, we just debated that question. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. I'm going to be thinking about that. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Good talk. Yeah, it is. Well, we lost Jared. Um, he, he got kicked out of the call, I guess. But, uh, Alex, we've had John probably – we've been going for about 40 minutes. We don't want to keep you much longer or any longer. Okay. Definitely appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate uh, it, man. It's kind of cool. First time doing it, so it was kind of fun. Is this your first podcast? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I thought you had been on with Arik Levy before. No. Okay. No, well, he shoot. he put it out there. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, man, we're that just that just ups our game, our yeah. uh, ups our status. Right, first, guys. Uh, first, <laughs> yeah. So another quick exclusive. question. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna ask everybody. I'm gonna ask every guest we have on. What's your favorite podcast? Um. <laughs> it's okay to say this one. I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't want to prod you or nothing, but. <laughs> I've been checking yours out. But yeah, I guess in the past, I mean, I don't listen to podcasts all the time, but Ben's is always one to, to yeah. listen to. I enjoy that one. And, By uh, far, yeah. The, what's Cody's? Shoot Fast? Shoot Fast. Yeah, one, yeah. I, I've enjoyed that one. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. So those are probably There's my two go to ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Probably my two, my go, my two uh, go to ones as well. So yeah, yeah. mine too. Mine too. Yeah. You guys are okay, but no, I'm just kidding. No, no, I mean they, their shows no, are better. No. I mean they are. So no, we're great. we're getting used to it, and we're new. No, and, it's cool. Know. No, it's yeah. it's been pretty smooth. So I enjoyed myself. All right. Well, cool, yeah, man. We appreciate great. it. Yeah. Cool. Jeff, you got uh, anything? I appreciate it, guys. Uh, no, just thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. No, you got it, guys. I appreciate right. it. Have a good night. You too, man.